Open Mic is a podcast brought to you by Bethel Express of America. Here we go. Now, I'm, I'm oh, how does it go? I'm back. I'm back, y'all. Uh, my name is Mike Peace, obviously, because that's why y'all are even tuning in. And we're really glad that you're doing this. Uh, I, I don't know much about podcast land, but some people who do know what they're talking about encouraging me to do it. And I'm very glad that I did because it put me in a position to say some things that I've not ever said publicly before. Or people never knew about me. Even people that I've known for over 30 years would say, Mike, I did not know about you or whatever. So this is very encouraging. But just the same, the, uh, the best part for me with all of this is that I get to, um, to do this with the finest <laughs> uh, woman I know, Julia Peace, my, my wife, and uh, Andrew, the hero, small age, went. <laughs> and one of these days, I'm going to explain what I mean by the hero, small age. All right? But uh, <laughs> without him, none of this makes any sense. And I don't even want to be bothered, to really be honest with you. So uh, so I'm going to just like let, let you take Julia's voice and sit back, sit back, and enjoy it. Here we go. Uh, you always make me blush. Hey, well, you know. But that's part of being happy. Hey, that you, you know. can just rise those feelings up in me. So thank you, honey. Okay, keep this G, baby doll. I am. I am. I just want to move into, we always hear um, something that's so common with Bethel Express. And it's, can anything good come out the hood? And we say, come and see. Can you give us the background on the origins of that phrase? Yes, I will give you the origins of that phrase. Origins. <laughs> <laughs> so oh, as you wait, all wait, out wait, there in- like debris and debris? Yes. Okay, got it. So all of you out there podcast land, you can see that this is far from scripted. <laughs> anyway. Or- yes, Well, actually, <laughs> that phrase actually comes out of the word of God with the exception of the word hood. And it's um, John chapter 1, verses 44 and 45, where Philip went to tell his brother Nathaniel that he had met Jesus, the Messiah. And he said, I have seen met the Messiah. And then Nathaniel said, where is he from? And he said, uh, Jesus of Nazareth, the son of, uh, the son of Joseph. And uh, <clears throat> Nathaniel said, Nazareth, can anything good come out of Nazareth? And uh, uh, Philip said, come and see. And so uh, if you do the study of, of the, well, not the study, well, the study of the historicity of the city of Nazareth during during their day, the, the city of Nazareth would be about the same as what we call the ghetto or the hood today. Uh, there were terms that they used back in those days. Uh, I, mean, I mean, it was really bad. There was a phrase, if somebody, somebody did something really stupid back in those days, they would have said, oh, he must be from Nazareth. Or they say, oh, somebody messed up something. Yep, just like a Nazarene. Um, so, and like how we say, that is so ghetto. We're saying it as a joke, but kind of serious. But back then, there was nothing but venom when they used that term. So he said, can anything good come out of Nazareth? And so once I learned that, I wanted to, I did a teaching at, at Bethel Express. And I, I, I equated, if you will, um, the city of Nazareth with, the hood, and so instead of saying can anything can anything good come out of Nazareth, we say can anything good come out of the hood, and then like like Philip said to Nathaniel, you said come and see, 
And so we tell people the same thing. If you want to know if anything good can come out of the hood or the inner city or the ghetto or an urban area, whatever the case, whatever word you'd like to use, um, just come and see. Come and see if there's if anything good can come out of the hood because our kids represent that. And we have all we have always said that we represent these three three things in this order: heaven, home, and the hood. When they see your life, we teach these kids this all the time. That when you when someone sees you, especially if you're in a group, um, that that and they ask you about what you're all about or who you are, you who are you all about? You say we represent heaven first and foremost, and and for that reason, we want people to to feel good about heaven because they see their example, and then their homes. Even if they don't come from good homes, at least they make their homes look good. Even if their homes are not good, if you will. Um, and the last thing is the hood. And so that's where that comes from. So down the road, uh, years back, there, a special song came out of that. That was, I guess, descriptive of your ideals of what the children should be. Could you just share a little bit about that? Yeah. Well, we have we have all these different sayings. I, I guess these all of these things really bind us together um, as a family and as a tribe. And... One of them is, well, it started with can anything good come out of the hood? But we have things like the S factor and, I mean, you know, our declaration with the, with the, when we uh, use our Bibles every week before we go into the Word. And uh, one of our leaders, uh, we call her Miss Marianne, Marianne Reed. I did not know this, but she had spoken to Todd Elliott, also known as Todd Bangs. And she, and at that time he was a uh, BE leader also. And she said, um, I would like to see if we could put together a song that talks about all of the things that we are as Bethel Express. So we would have our own theme song, our own anthem, if you will. And they put together the song. Uh, uh, they put together the song, uh, Can Anything Good Come Out of the Hood or the BE theme. And so once again, and that and that is the the chorus or the hook is, Can Anything Good Come Out the Hood? Come and see. Bethel Express on track with Jesus, where be ye? Woo! We will rise up as champions of society. We're blessed in the city, blessed in the field. That's because God is real in me. Yes, and so, and that's the hook. And then the, uh, then the rest of the song talks about the things that we uh, represent and what we're all about. Feel free to inbox me or catch me on Facebook if you'd like the words, and I'll gladly send it to oh, you. Oh, definitely. So I wanted to ask you, uh, when someone says the phrase urban plight, what does that mean to you? Well, to be it, and it, it, there are two sides I'd like to give to that, to that, to that question, too, because the word plight, the word plight is um, an unfavorable or unfortunate condition, state, or situation. That's what the, the real definition of the word plight is. And But you hear the word urban plight, and that means, well, of course, urban is not necessarily exclusive to just a location, but also other other uh, elements of, of, uh, of being in a setting where the homes are close to each other, the kind of lifestyle, the economy um, are, are related to those things as well. There's more to it than that, of course. And I'm, I know I may be oversimplifying things, but it's just for the sake of trying to make my point. And so when we hear about the urban plight, we hear about all of those things. We hear about the drugs. We hear about the 
the homelessness. We hear about the fatherlessness. We hear about, quote unquote, the illegitimate births or, you know, children born out of wedlock. We hear about the, the poor uh, 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 graduation rate, the, the poor test scores and all of those other kind of things. And when we talk about BE, if anybody asks me to put in just just a, into, a, into a capsule as to what we're all about, I say we are the anti-urban plight. The anti-urban plight. We are the total opposite. We are we represent the opposite of those things. We are very proactive and unapologetic about being the opposite of those of those things. And we are doing something about it to make sure that those things are 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 um are manifest, if you will, come into manifestation. And we're very emphatic about that. And and and, and and I know this sounds even arrogant. It's not. It's it's very challenging. It's very difficult for us to to uh, to take on these uh, these th- this type of a responsibility. But it is well worth it to us because we see what happens at the end. I'm looking right here right now at the um at the uh, installation of one of the young ladies that grew up in our ministry, and um, this is when she was uh, sworn in as a lawyer, and we we knew her long way when she was a young, young girl, like 10. And, you know, I have it right here in my hand and here she is, you know, she's a lawyer. Um, And we had to do, we had, we did everything we could to make sure that she could fight the good fight and fight that fight well in order to rise above the urban plight in order to become a lawyer. Uh, Another one, the second one, and uh, he even did an article and I read about it. He was our first PhD and he wrote an article in the local newspaper here in Rochester, and he and he put it in there, and he said, um, one of my, you know, one of my mentors. I was blessed that he mentioned my name. He said, one of my mentors, Michael Peace, used to always um, say to us, "Can anything good come out of the hood?" Then he explained how it came out of the Word of God, and he said, "But come and see." And he said, because of that, my life is what it is today. Uh, because he wanted to prove that something good can come could come out of the hood, and he has a PhD. Now we don't. Be takes responsibility, not me. I just gave them that word. It's be what we collectively did. So that's that's what that's all about. And so that basically instills a piece of identity for them and a standard for them to live towards yes. and for. Nothing. Nothing beats identity. Um, and and, the, and we have to be very careful because we are a very identity-oriented society. And that does not mean that every identity or everything that we identify ourselves with is good. But uh, we but we as BE, we are, we are very determined to make sure that we give uh, our kids' identity, um, a good, healthy, wholesome, productive identity that they could live awful for the rest of their lives. We have a young man who came to, we have a young man in our ministry. He came to us and, you know, you know, you know, live, live in the hood, being smart is not necessarily the, the most favorable thing. Sometimes a lot of the times, unfortunately you get teased for being smart. Well, we call him the genius, you know, and he really is. And when he came to us, he was like 10 and now he's 15. And, uh, we call him the genius, and 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 he wears that title well, and he expects us to call him that. He didn't say that, but you can see look on his face. Uh, no, my name's not Danny. It's Genius, by the way. You know, I guess we could call him Genius Big G. You know, <laughs> but just the same, identity is big, and so when we when we uh, do what we do as as Bethel Express with our last name, 
uh, or, or, or anything along that line, uh, identity is very, we're very big about identity. And when you give people identity, you give them something to live up to. You give them something to aspire towards. You give them something to show others. You give them You give them something for them to say, this is what I am. This is who I am. This is what we are. Wow, that's great. Thank you. So, Michael, can you just share with us some ways that you and the Bethel Express leaders help BE uh, kids become successful? As per this conversation, and we hope it will always be this this way, we have a 100% graduation rate of all the kids who have ever come to us and have stayed with us, operative word being stayed with us, and um, uh, 98% of them, so that's 100% graduation rate, graduate from high school, 98% of them have gone on to some form of higher education, and I'm, maybe I'm too, too technical with this, but 23% of them have gone on to graduate studies or have completed graduate studies, either doing it now or have completed graduate studies, including master's degrees, PhDs, law school, and, med- and medical school. So um, uh, I've often said to people, if we, starting with me, if we really know, knew what we were doing, we would probably mess it up, okay? And what I mean by that is, we believe that the Lord has given us a formula of making sure that whatever it takes for each and every one of our children to do well in school, A, and and, and or B, for them to pursue the things that they say that they want to do in life, we make sure that they get connected with that. If they need help, we get them tutoring. Um, if they, they want to be... A, um, uh, an IT person, we connect them with someone who you know who, who's in IT. Uh, we we just get get them connected um, in that way. The Bible says, if you walk with the wise man, you will be wise. And basically, what that means is, if you are spending time with the people that are doing the kinds of things that you want to do and be, just 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 for just by the way God operates, you will receive an impartation just by being around them. Or as I would say, it, it will spill on spill on you anyway. And so that's what happens. So these kids, they 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 meet the people that are doing what they want to do. Some of the kids have realized, nah, Mike Peace, I don't think I want to do this. Mike, I don't know if I can do this. Mike, I'm sure this is not what I what I want to do because I realize what it's going to take. But that's okay. We can still do whatever is necessary to help direct them in the path that of what they do choose to do and what they do choose to be. And so so that's one part of it. When it comes to making them productive citizens in our society, because we say we are raising up champions in society, another one of our phrases, uh, uh, we we say that we want those kids to be taxpayers and not tax beneficiaries. And we're not we're not as they would say we're not bringing any judgment or condemnation to anyone who you know is on you know who is a beneficiary, if you will, of of other people's taxes and hard work. But um, in terms of our kids knowing that I'm going to work, I want to be productive in this manner. I, I'm going to contribute to the American economy. And so we have a thing, we have a, uh, a curriculum called BEE, Bethel Express Enterprises. And when our kids reach the age of 11, we teach them, it's about, about 16 weeks of, of a curriculum outside of our normal Saturday times together, uh, usually in the summertime. And we teach the kids these th- these things in, in this order of priority over the span of those sixteen weeks. The um, the uh, uh, how to be a light and a witness in the workplace is the first one. The second one is um, the importance of a work ethic, and the third one is how to manage your finances. And that's how we've been able to help these kids become a success 
we we get them on the we get them on the right set of tracks mm. um, earlier on in life. And I've often heard from kids um, that are older now how much they've appreciated uh, having that available to them as they yeah. were growing up, and definitely it helped them. Oh yeah. Uh, and you mentioned earlier about the S factor. Can you just share a little bit about that? Once again, we have to do all things that will give kids an opportunity to to get a bite or a good grip on what it is that they're supposed to be about. So everyone has a slogan, a model, model or whatever the case may be. So the Lord gave this to me that this is how we're going to do things in this order of everything we do, spiritual strength, social stability, and scholastic success. And one leads to the other one. Spiritual strength leads to them being able to be socially stable that will lend to them doing well academically, which once again is, I think, part of our f- formula for these kids to do well in life and academically as well. So spiritual strength, social stability, and scholastic, and scholastic success. success. And that's in the song, That's Right. That's right. That's once again, right. it's a, oh, y'all need to check out the B.E. song, all right? I'm just saying. That joint could go platinum if we let it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, you, you said your your motto, and I guess I would pronounce it moto. Huh? Uh-oh, see, there she goes. <laughs> there she goes, y'all. This is not comedy. She's really like this. <laughs> <laughs> so, but anyway, so that's pretty much what, what, what it's all about. It's just for the kids to learn quickly if they step into mm-hmm. our world, if you will, for them to see that there's certain things that they can connect with immediately, right out the box. You know, spiritual strength, social ability, scholastic success. That's the S factor. Can anything good come out of the hood? Come and see. Uh, We're raising up champions in society. Uh, We're becoming productive citizens in society. All of those things, they learn quickly. Right. And it's funny because- Heaven home in the hood. Heaven home in the hood. (laughs) Uh, I think with with, uh, spiritual strength that the kids knew- that God loved them and he had a plan and purpose and desti- good destiny for them. Yeah. And that they're special to him. Definitely. Uh, we always say that uh, with scholastic success that high school, is it, it's not an option. You must go. You must graduate. And if you don't graduate, you have learn a good work ethic. And we see that rising in the kids. Mm-hmm. And a lot of them have come become entrepreneurs because of those things that were, yeah. were taught to them. And if you don't have a job, you make a job. I, I know people have probably heard this over and over again. And uh, But it serves as a pro- purpose that I've seen it being consistent as you've been teaching it, as our leaders have been helping assist yeah. with that and bringing them to places where they needed to do a special job or whatever, or yeah. or being a part of school and going to support our kids in some of the plays that they've been in, you mm-hmm. know, to see someone who really first came and didn't want to have anything do, to do with, much to do with people or right. BE at that point, mm-hmm. but watch how they've been transformed and how they really feel so supportive when we come out as a tribe mm-hmm. to support them in the things that they've been uh, doing and learning. Oh, yeah. Even with the even with BEE, they're eleven years of age. They will not be able they will not be able to enter the the workforce for another three or four years. But we're preparing for we're preparing them for that, and we give them odd jobs to make a little bit of money between now and the time that they are of age. So they right. like to have a little money in their pockets, you and, know. And one of the important things with that social stability is definitely how do you carry yourself in public. Yes. And one of the things that I know that you've always, and BE has always said, is learn how to look people in the eye. Yeah. Learn how to shake a hand. Yeah. Learn how to have manners. And I think it's, when we go out as a group, I notice that people get scared when they see the bunch of us come in. Mm-hmm. But when we leave out, there's always some encouraging word that they've said, What I've never seen such well-behaved children. To this day, to this very day, um, uh, I have not yet paid the full amount 
at a restaurant or a diner because someone has <laughs> either paid the full thing yeah. or part of it because they just cannot believe how well behaved yes. our kids are. That they just want to pay for it. I'm like, ma'am, do you understand that that's 23 kids over there? Yeah. <laughs> she says, that's okay. It's worth it to me. I want to say, ma'am, um, would you like to adopt me? I know I'm up in age, but if they <laughs> but anyway. <laughs> so we know that it, the kids are blessed and uh, you're blessed because you see how God blesses them. Yeah. Well, we've really run out of time. So I'd like to say thank you so much for listening. Catch us next time when we continue to talk about BE and be sure to listen on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or anywhere you listen to podcasts. Until then, be well and stay safe. See ya.